Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Business Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender. Today is mid-month, June 15, 2022. Yep, we're right smack in the middle of June. Weather's heating up. It's going to be 95 out today. We have a special guest, Nick Castile on. Nick Castile's on our podcast today. He's a great realtor. Nick is from Find New Ways, Find New Keys Real Estate Group out of Troy, Michigan. Good morning, Nick. How are you? Doing great. Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. We also have our panel on today, Miss Lisa Lawson, the Google of our office. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> morning, everybody. And we have Mr. Harvey Freed, host of the most of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday morning for the last 23 years on 97.1 FM from 9 to 10 in the morning on Saturdays, Harvey. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Harry, did you hear the interest rates went up? Hey, no, well, no, they're <laughs> going to go up. We're going to get into that. Glad Harvey got the agenda. He likes to skip to number three right before going to one and two, but that's okay. We're going to have some fun. We're going to hit some topic hard today. As Harvey made mention of, we're going to talk about what mortgage interest rates are going to do. The Federal Federal Reserve Open Market Committee is meeting today. They're going to conclude their meetings, and uh, we'll talk about what our predictions are for what they're going to do. But let's dive right into it, Nick Castile. Nick Castile is a realtor in our market. He's out of Troy. Nick, you ready? Sure, what let's does, do it. What's, what's going on in your real estate world right now with everything going crazy? Listings, showings, prospecting. Tell us what's going on in your world right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, we are definitely seeing that uh, compared, you know, month over month, we're seeing a few more listings than we had the previous months. Again, this is typical for this time of year, though, um, because as spring and summer hit in Michigan, more and more homes typically come for sale. It was nothing that we weren't expecting. Uh, we are, however, seeing uh, that that demand is remaining really high. Compared to two months ago, it's a lot better for buyers out there. Uh, compared to two months ago, it's still really strong for sellers. We still have that baseline of demand that things are still selling. What I'm not seeing is I'm not seeing typically uh, overnight 20-something offers. I might be seeing three or six offers in the opening weekend, uh, which means if you got your, um, you still have to have your act together. You still got to have, you know, your pre-approval done uh, from a reputable lender uh, before you get in the door. However, you can have a shot at it, uh, a lot better shot at it than you could two months ago. Um, so that that's what we're seeing. Uh, it's actually a, a little bit of a, a breather or a relief. Um, and I think values are becoming, or at least offer values and stuff are, are a lot more down to earth and realistic compared to historical comps. So I'm liking that quite a bit. Easier to predict on all fronts. <laughs> That's wonderful. So Nick, what you're saying, maybe a little change, and we talked about it, and Harvey and uh, and uh, Becky and some realtor, a realtor group out of Rochester talked about it on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, also with John Kolb on last Saturday. They were talking about there might be less offers, but there's still over asking price offers. There's still some with some crazy contingencies on the offer. 
and they're still, the prices don't seem to be coming down. Nick, is that what you're experiencing as well? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, and I got to say this, a lot of times when people say all oh, these crazy contingencies and stuff that are in the offers, a lot of times what they're talking about is, is shortening the inspection period, um, which, you know, if, if you're on the ball, there's a lot of inspectors out there. You can get it done in a shorter period. And a lot of times it's, it's waiving the appraisal or covering a big appraisal gap. Now, keep in mind, that's only against the minimum. So if you were already going to put 20% down, 25% down, you can still do that without, you know, really jeopardizing what you were going to bring to the table in, in the beginning. It's only against that, that actual, you know, hey, if somebody was going to pay 3% down, 1% down, 5% down, depending on the program. So it sounds scary, especially to some people who aren't in the industry, but if you really break it down, if you were bringing 25, 30% down to the table, it's the same offer. It's just written a different way. And basically you're saying, you know what? I don't really care what the third party appraisal company says it's worth. The market's saying it's worth this and I will pay that. Um, and we are absolutely still seeing those. We're still seeing prices um, you know, appreciate, which is good. Uh, for the general market. And of course, everything around us is appreciating in price from groceries on up. So it's it's not unheard of for real estate to be going. Yeah, up. we're going to get into that. I'm going to go on a rant later on the podcast. Oh we're, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're joined this morning on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast by Nick Castile. Nick Castile is from Fine New Keys Real Estate Group in Troy, Michigan. Also with us, Lisa Lawson and Harvey Freed from Capital Mortgage Funding. So Lisa, in your realtor world and your buyer and seller world and your mortgage world. Um, you heard what Nick had to say, and uh, we're lucky enough to have realtors like Nick who are extremely knowledgeable. And as everybody can listen and attest to, um, Nick is extremely knowledgeable. Lisa, in your world, what changes have you seen recently? Have you seen any changes or is it just what Nick is talking about? A little bit tightening things up about instead of three to, I'm sorry, instead of 10 to 15 offers, three to six offers, what's changed in your world? Yeah, I would say that he's really right on the money. I mean, it doesn't mean that people still aren't selling homes. It doesn't mean people aren't getting multiple offers, but instead of getting 15 offers, they might be getting five offers. They're still getting multiple offers, just maybe not quite as many. And everyone's like, well, is that a bad thing? And I'm like, no, usually when you have 15 offers, five of them are going to be identical to each other. Another, you know, four are going to be very similar. You only have a few that usually are truly standouts anyway, and you're still getting that range. So I don't think that's changing anything for a seller. Um, and I think it's allowing some of the buyers really getting a chance to get their foot in the door. I've had buyers put nine, 10 offers, you know, in the past few months and, and not get anything accepted, even though they're over asking, even though they're making appraisal guarantees. And just these past few months, a lot of these people that have been really working at trying to find the perfect home and getting this offer accepted have been able to get their offers accepted. Um, and I think that's just because the market is, I'm going to use the word loosening up just a tiny little bit, just enough to really let everybody play. You know, and I think before it, there was just so much competition that some of the people who didn't have maybe a more typical approval, like somebody using a down payment assistance program or a minimum down program, sometimes were really feeling like they weren't even on the same playing field. So I think that's changed. And I think that's definitely beneficial for everybody. Excellent. Harvey Freed, right now, you're seeing a little bit of change in the market. We're seeing, obviously, interest rates go too high. I mean, I'm sorry. 
go high very rapidly. We'll address that in our next segment. But what changes philosophically with your approach and maybe your buyer's approaches that you're seeing? I know you've had a lot of purchase agreements come across your desk recently. What have you noticed that is a difference or maybe things are the same? I'm asking if you've seen any differences lately. Well, we're definitely hoping that the word gets out that one of the ways to get your offer accepted would be to have this great communication with your lender, the lender and the realtor, and more importantly, having a strong approval letter. I think that the word's getting out on the street that you really need to have that. Uh, In the past, uh, there's a lot of button clickers out there. And I think Nick will agree that a lot of the leads that come in are just people trying to check out the house, they're clicking buttons, and they're not getting that approval behind them. And the thing is, they find the house they want immediately, but then they're backwards in time. They have to go get, get that approval quickly. So I think the word's getting out there a little bit more. Nick, you might agree with me that maybe we're having real estate agents and the lenders now really focusing in on making sure that buyer is prepared so that if they do get accepted, they can close in 30 days. Yeah, excellent point, Harry. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fair Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, 2289 is our MLS number. So Nick, Harvey made mention of the fact that it's all communication. Our business has always been a communication business. And we have always called realtors up when offers are put in and said, hey, listen, you know, we've been working with this client for a long time. We have all their documents. And of course, we can't give out any financial information, but we just want to let you know, Nick and all realtors in this transaction, that these buyers are good to go and that this is a true pre-approval. Nick, right now, how important is that to you as a realtor, especially in this market? And since we are a public service organization, we give out great consumer advocacy advice. Are you seeing more and more mortgage companies, mortgage bankers, little mortgage shops communicating with the real estate community? Or do they just not bother calling you guys? I mean, give me the give me the scoop on that. Yeah, I that is such a great point, and I I can't uh, emphasize it enough uh, to get professionals on your side who do over communicate. Um, nine out of ten real estate agents do not call uh, when they submit an offer. Uh, nine out of ten lenders do not call when their clients submit an offer. That makes a world of difference. Look, people are looking at a sheet of paper and all these numbers are very similar. And some of these agents don't even know what to do with them. They get a call from an agent who says, look, I'll help you walk through this. This is what we're doing. This is our plan, A, B, and C. Here's the lender's info. He's going to be calling you in a little bit. He's already vetted this guy. This was not like an online portal where somebody just clicked and got a pre-approval for whatever they want. They actually went through and got a full real pre-approval. It's worth its weight in gold. And those phone calls make the difference. I can't tell you how many offers my clients and I have won uh, because we've went the extra mile, if you will. But I think it's just really should be standard of practice. And, uh, And back to basics. I mean, make the phone calls, communicate. You know, it, it hurts me. It hurts me when you say that people don't communicate. We've been in this business. Nick, you're looking at, on your screen right now, and everybody out there, 
you're looking at over 90 years of Morgan's experience. I know Lisa doesn't look that old. Probably Harvey <laughs> doesn't. But I am certainly that old that I've been in this business 35 years, okay? So for me, it does hurt. I mean, I should be happy, right, that our competition, they're not making the calls, they're not communicating. No, no, I'm not happy at all because, see, what people don't re- realize, the better communication for ever, from everybody helps everybody. It helps an entire industry. The problem is when you have people doing bad things, it also haunts an industry too. So, it, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. When things are great, they're great for everybody. We want to make the communication process great for everybody. Okay, getting into it, Nick. You ready? Is it a great time? Is it a great time to buy a house now, or should people sit around and wait? Nick, go with that. (laughs) If if uh, if you sit around and wait, I would be very scared uh, of of what may happen in the future with uh, with interest rates and values. The general prediction from across the board is that our uh, our real estate numbers are still going to increase, um, although not as much as they have in the past. So if prices have been going up 10, 12% a year, now maybe they only go up 3 or 4%. But if interest rates go up, and you guys can speak a little bit better to that, but if interest rates go up another uh, percentage point or two percentage points on a $400,000 house, you're talking another $300 a month on a 30-year. Well, guess what? Now you're talking $300 more a month on a 30-year for, for your standard uh, home. And guess what? <laughs> Those houses are also now two years down the road, they're 5% higher. The actual price that they would have to drop is somewhere around 30% to make that actually make sense. And, and we only have seen that one time in the history of the real estate market. It's very unlikely that that'll ever happen again. I would much rather play my cards and say, you know what, if interest rates drop back down, I'll refinance. And let's not forget, and I might be stepping on your guys' toes here, but let's not forget interest rates, even though they're up higher right now, that compared to inflation, they're negative. So let me tell you how good, Harvey, and you already know this, and Lisa, at least I'll go to you after I make my statement. Nick is so good. He led us right down the path of where interest rates are going and our next topic and where home prices are going. And the question we just asked Nick, everybody out there, was should people wait to buy a house? The answer is absolutely not. Because as we spoke about, if you guys remember, you can go click the button on top of our uh, Facebook page on the radio show and just go back to the January 19th, 2022 hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, where we said on this very podcast, on January 19th, rates were not going to go down. We have saw the low point. Rates were never going to go down to where they were in 2020 and 21 again, ever. I'm going to say ever. People say, well, Harry, never say never. No, never. They're never going to go down. As a matter of fact, they have gone up in the last five months They've gone up three full percentage points, which simplified, that means they've doubled. Okay, and today, today, the Federal Reserve meets, and they are my prediction, Harvey Freed and Lisa Lawson, not only aren't rates going down, rates aren't going to stay the same, okay? Rates can only do one of three things. They can go up, they can go down, or they can stay the same. They're going up. 
My bet is, is that they're going to raise the Fed funds rate by three quarters of a percent or 75 basis points, which means the overnight lending that the Fed does to their best clients is going to bump up almost one full percentage point. Now, translated, what does that mean, Lisa? As Nick said, prices of everything, and we'll get into this a little later, are going to continue to go up, Lisa. So what are you waiting for? Why are we going to wait to sit around and buy a house when everything's going up? Yeah, I mean, the Feds control short-term lending, which isn't the same as mortgage lending, but it does impact it. Short-term lending affects everything else, credit cards, auto loans, everything else that you're doing in life. So, you know, that means everyone's saying inflation, inflation, inflation. Well, things are going to continue to cost more. The values of homes are still going to go up. Yes, it might, like Nick said, be going up more slowly. The appreciation might be slowing down a little bit, but it's still going up. All you're doing by waiting is costing yourself money. You're going to be paying more as the sales price for a home, and you're going to be paying a higher interest rate which yields to a higher payment. And the, the other thing is both the obviously higher sales price and higher interest rate yields to, you know, less buying power. So if you want to maximize the amount of home you can get, you need to do it now. Actually, you probably should have done it last year, but if you didn't and you're still interested, you should be doing it now because this is when you're going to get the most bang for your buck. The longer you wait, I hate to say it, but the less you're going to get, you know, your dollar isn't going to stretch as far when those rates are higher. And it's just the way math works. It's just basic math. It's not anything against anybody. Um, whoops, I think I just lost my video feed. Sorry. Um, but it's, uh, it, you need to do it now. Take advantage of this market. Do it now. You know, find the perfect home for your family and get started. Yep. Harvey Free, getting into some consumer, consumer price index, pricing, everything is going to go up. And, and, I'm going to start off my rant. Going to go to you, Harvey, back to Nick, conclude with Lisa, and then we'll sign off, Roberto. By the way, in the booth is our producer director, Roberto Moshane. He's the man behind the curtain. He gets everything done for us. We appreciate him producing the podcast and the weekly radio show. So, Harvey Freed, you ready? I don't know if you guys saw this, but we started taking note of everything Going up in the new year, January, February, March, April, May, June. Here we are, June 15th. Everything has gone up. They talk about inflation. They talk about gas prices. They talk about grocery prices, auto, automobiles. What the dirty little secret right now, Harvey Freed, is in America, and finally, it's being exposed. It's not inflation, which the Federal Reserve is trying to control, and they're, they're way off the mark. It's the greedflation. It's greed, higher prices on everything, inflated prices on everything, because companies are getting away with it, Harvey Freed. Go back and look. The last five months, finally, two days ago, the New York Times is exposing something called greedflation. People are taking advantage of people. Let me ask you this simple question, Harvey. Have you stopped driving your car? No. Have you? Are you going to pay $5.25 for gasoline? Unless I can steal it for less somewhere else. Okay. You're <laughs> going to pay $6 too. You're going to pay more for everything because they can get away with it. So what I'm telling everybody out there is, I don't know what you can do about it, but home prices are not going to come down marketably. 
if there is an adjustment, Harvey Freed, Nick Castillo, and Lisa Lawson, it might be. As Nick said, it's not going to be 30%. It might be 10%, maybe. But that's called a stabilization. What other companies are doing, when I say companies, what industries are doing, they're taking advantage of people that are willing to pay because the American consumer needs what they need. They're not going to stop buying. So Harvey, refinancing, cash out refinances, they're always going to be there because people are always going to spend money. Yeah, consolidating a, a few families right now and they're getting rid of those home loans that are based on things such as prime rate and Fed funds rate. So there's still an opportunity out there, Harry, but families will pay and overpay uh, to drive their automobiles. They'll overpay to get their groceries and to go out and go to the movie theater and all those items. Uh, let's go back to the mortgage side of things. Yeah, Nick, um, the house that would cost you in January, maybe in the low threes, uh, now we're looking in the low sixes. That's about $150 on $100,000. does not sound like a lot of money, but if you borrow $300,000, well, now you're at $450 house increase. So it does catch up with you. Again, from the beginning of the year till today, about $150 more in your principal and interest payment than it was starting the new year. So again, uh, although we're in great times right now, a lot of us had that really nice feeling. Just like when we were buying gas at close to $2 a gallon, it's really hard to absorb it over $5 a gallon. Same thing with the interest rate world. And then to reiterate and wrap up my end of things, um, yes, you can always refinance your house. We're in some really strange times now. And if you do buy a house, there might be an opportunity two, three, or four or five years from now where you get an opportunity to refinance it for different reasons. Again, people say refinancing, that always doesn't mean just a lower rate. Sometimes it means that you're going to drop your term and get the house paid off a little bit sooner. So it's still a great time to buy. We saw these interest rates. I did the historical check on interest rates and on prime rate. And we're still at a really nice average. Uh, Nick, maybe this will get the more serious people to step forward and, and that are willing to pay the extra money to overpay for the houses. That lack of inventory is not going away. There you go. Lisa Lawson, last word for the day. Then I'll go to Nick and we'll wrap it up, Roberto. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think what we've really just talked about here is if you're going to do it and you're, you're on the fence, pull the trigger, do it now. It's not going to get easier. It's not going to get cheaper. The house isn't going to get less expensive. Someone told me the other day they heard there's going to be a housing crash next year and everything's going to be 20% less. <laughs> not accurate. Not accurate. No. Nope. So, you know, do yourself a favor and do it now. You know, people said that two years ago. Oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. And they're waiting. They're still waiting. I'm not sure what they're waiting for because, you know, prices keep going up and now rates are going up. So I think, you know, time is of the essence. And if this is something that you've been on the fence about or you're just sick and tired of renting and paying someone else's, um, mortgage, you know, then do it now. Give us a call. Let's get started. Excellent. Nick Castile, wrap it up for us, buddy. Yeah, I, I just want to just put one more point on that. Not only is it a good time on the side to buy, because guess what? All the forecasts are interest rates are going to be higher. Housing is going to be higher. There's low inventory. But on the sell side, if you have one of those properties right now, because of that pent up demand, you may not have to put the money into your house that you normally would to get it ready for sale. Um, so guess what? You may be able to sell that property without putting 10 grand or two months work into it. You may be able to put it on the market right now, still get a premium for that house 
and then go on and move on to whatever house better suits your needs, whether it be a ranch or bigger or whatever the case may be. So now is definitely don't lose this opportunity. We might be looking at this a year from now thinking, oh man, wish we would have listened to that because now it's a totally different market. So yeah, the time is now. Excellent. That was Nick Castile from Fine New Keys Real Estate Group in Troy joining us today. We want to thank him. Also, my last takeaways are this. If you heard Nick, if you heard Harvey, if you heard Lisa, tune in to 97.1 FM, Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Every Saturday morning, we'll give you more great consumer advocacy advice and information. Takeaway number one. Listen, everybody. In 1981, 1982, people were still buying houses. Mortgage interest rates were at 13 to 18%. Okay? Prediction number two. Prices aren't coming down marketably. They're not. They're not coming down to where you think all of a sudden the light bulb goes on and says it's going to be a half-off sale. Not going to happen. Prediction number three, mortgage interest rates will go up. They will go up today. They will be in the sevens by third quarter. Seven is my favorite number, but certainly not in interest rates and in golf score. But they will go very high. You're going to see this. When I say high, they're only high because of the last two years. They're not high historically. So get the last two years out of your head because they will never, ever, ever be there again. Sorry if I'm the deliverer of bad news. It's just reality, everybody. So listen, this has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 15th. For Nick Castile, Harvey Freed, Lisa Lawson, the rest of our crew, Becky Alley and John Kolb, for Roberta Boshane in the booth. I'm Harry Glanz, and we'll talk to you soon.